We made it to episode 10. This is CMY. I'm Christian. That's Mark. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's, that's Yanni. <laughs> so, <laughs> What's going on, guys? 10 episodes. We still don't know how to do this. <laughs> 10 episodes in, and we got like a whole seven followers on YouTube. We're doing good. We're doing good. We need to do better, though. <laughs> yeah, we do. But we're still we enjoy it i mean it's always it's good fun. talking to you guys it's so, a fun yeah. it's a fun experience to to get together virtually every week and talk to you guys about something that is you know near and dear to our hearts what, what i revolve my life around <laughs> <laughs> yeah yanni tell us what's what's going on with you man i i, I hear you're you're having a, a situation so <laughs> After making fun of Mark all the time for changing cameras and flip-flopping and going here and going there, I listed a bunch of stuff for sale. I listed my Q, the grip, my Fuji X-H1, lenses, more lenses, other lenses, battery grip, blah, blah. My house, my car, no. Maybe. Possibly. (laughs) Listed all that stuff for sale, and I want to get a Q2. So I got some upgrading, but also consolidating. I had nothing to do with this for, for it, the viewers uh, out there thinking that it's a possibility that I did. So basically I was in the keys this weekend. I took Christian's advice and I only took the Q. Sort of. I had an M6, I had a GR3, I had a GoPro and I had an Osmo Pocket, but all of those stayed in the bag. The only thing that came out and got used was the Q. Oh, so yeah. I only took one camera on my trip to the keys. And but one day I'm, I'm out with it and it started raining and then I started freaking out and I'd like throw inside of a box and like hide it. Like I want something <laughs> weather sealed and I want my cue, but I want the cue because I love the cue. The cue is amazing. The image quality is insane. And I wouldn't mind having more pixels, but I mostly just want the weather sealing. So the Q2 is weather sealed and has a better EVF. So, yeah. I actually read about that yesterday. I have no idea. The EVF yeah, and the Q is it, fine. It's definitely better. It is, but it's yeah. a lot better. But like, you don't know it. By a lot. I have no idea what I'm missing out on. Yeah, no. When you get it, you're going to be like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I felt like when I got the SL2 because I had the SL. Mm-hmm. And when I looked in the SL2, I was like, Jesus, man. It's like looking through an optical viewfinder almost. And yeah. the X-H1 supposedly has a pretty good viewfinder, but I don't really notice. It's all the same to me, just like colors. I don't see size. I don't see size, and I don't see colors on my pictures. Like it's yeah. all the same thing. Like I can't tell. Yanni, the blind photographer. <laughs> yeah, basically. I just, I just shoot. Yeah, but no, hopefully, good. No, I'm done. I was just gonna keep on babbling. Oh, no, I was gonna say like the the technology advancement of the cameras when it comes to that, that stuff. Like, it's funny because I think if you go from like you know cameras like i guess the same generation yeah the, the differences are really small but you know when you jump up like a couple of generations where there's a couple of years between two cameras i feel like you can definitely see the, the small differences like when i got the x100v and we talked about viewfinders compared to the x100f it kind of looks the same but just it's not even so much even at least for me the resolution or anything it was just even the design of the viewfinder was just better like it's easier to see through you yeah. don't feel like you're shoehorning your eye into the small little thing yeah it's the same, and not just yeah the Sorry, same thing I actually just... noticed with the with the M10 and the M24. Like I, I looked at it after the fact, and I'm like, oh, they said the, the viewfinder's change is supposed to be better to look through. And I'm like, 
it's like remarkable to look through. It's so much easier and it's, you know, it's an optical viewfinder. It's just so much better. So the, also the, uh, like on the Q2, for example, the auto, like, um, you know, the auto where it like switch on the, yeah, the, the, eye the sensor, sensor eye the sensor. eye sensor, when you put it up to your face, the EVF turns on. And then when you take it away from your face, the LCD turns on. It's more intuitive. Like it works better than I feel yeah. like the Q is a little finicky sometimes where it's like, dude, the, my eye turn on the, or like the Q is too, the Q is too sensitive and not yeah. sensitive enough at the same time. Right. Like it yeah. always turns on when I'm like, tr- when I'm holding it out and like I turn the camera sideways and the strap goes anywhere near the viewfinder. Right. I go, Oh, there's, that's it. My screen gone. Yeah. But then yeah. I put it out to my eye and it doesn't switch. I'm like, come on guys. Just, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I, I did notice that when I tried it out for a bit. Yeah. I really hope that we get some new software updates soon. Like there's something about the Q2 and the SL2 that I would love to have, which is being able to, so in the menu, when you hit the menu, it, there's like your quick menu, right? You can't customize that yet. But Josh, Q2? Josh over at Like a Store Miami said that uh, the rumor is they're working on that. So you can't do that on the Q2? You Not could yet. do it on the Q1. Naked. yeah you could you could yeah. you could make yeah your okay own no yes menu. you're right yes you can but it's not the same quick menu it's not the touch screen quick menu that you get on the sl2 and the q2 oh, okay yeah got it all right which is one... dumb like they should have just done like there are things that like it does like that that it just pissed me off that i'm like dude this is so well, obvious like why did you is... not add that <laughs> Last you know? episode, we talked about the queue for astrophotography and you're like, no, it doesn't work because of those, the shutter speeds. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, you can get shutter speeds on the camera without using the app. But if you want to go to 120 seconds, you need to be at ISO 100. When you go to ISO 200, now you're at 60 seconds and it keeps on scaling up. Yeah. So when you get to 3200 ISO, you're down to, I think, your maximum sh- shutter length is like four seconds. Why? Why? Oh, there might be banding. Cool. Let me find out for myself. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> You're not the boss of me, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Except and they that- really, really are. Like, they're literally the boss of all three of us. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how to use your cameras. In, in the same vein, let me ask. On the Q2, the Q has this one thing that drives me insane. It wants to keep the shutter speed at one. Even if you set like minimum shutter speed to one fifteenth of a second, since it has IBIS, it'll still keep it at one sixtieth until it gets to sixty, like whatever your max ISO is. Then it'll drop down the shutter speed to one fifteenth. Do you know if the Q two has that same limitation? I don't know. I've never, I've never had that. Like yeah, you usually shoot situation faster. in front of me where I had to do that. Yeah. Um, I do have to say as well. I believe the Q two has better IBIS than the Q. Although the Q IBIS is pretty good, but like not as good as the SL2. Like the, I'm saying the Q2 IBIS is not as good as the SL2. Mm-hmm. The SL2's IBIS is freaking incredible. Like I remember the first time I tried the camera over at Lake Store Miami and it had an SL lens on it. And dude, I think I shot something at like a sixth of a second handheld and it was like perfectly sharp with no like no motion at all yeah. and i was like what yeah. <laughs> like obviously if i'm shooting a person like there's no way a person's going to stay still at a sixth of a second but like right 
to shoot an object at a sixth of a second, like where I could be at a really, 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 I mean, I almost at that point, I could be at like a hundred ISO a hundred, you know? Yeah, that's, that's why like the X-H1, the Ibis on that thing is amazing. On certain lenses, it'll get like five and a half stops, which is amazing. And then the Olympus cameras, I remember reading oh, an yeah. article of a guy doing like two or three second exposures, like propped up against the wall, but mm-hmm. still handholding it. Yeah. And getting like two or I three second exposures sharp. Yeah, I could probably do that on my SL too. I haven't tried that, but I probably could. I yeah. cannot. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's wild. We're talking about the the different Fuji cameras and the XD4. I actually don't know why I came across this because I wasn't really looking at for XD4 information, but they're saying it's like the XD4 with like, you know, one of their lenses, like even the one I think that's on here, the 1680, like you get like six and a half stops of like, Stabilization. That's just to me. That's just insane. Like six stops. That's just. It, it really is crazy, yeah. especially considering that. Let's take my profession for example. When I shoot weddings, I went from using the Canon Mark IV, which is realistically like the camera that most wedding photographers use. It's a Canon 5D Mark IV. That's probably like if they grouped all the wedding photographers in the world together, that would probably be the top camera that wedding photographers use. It's nowhere near like technology, like technology wise, it's nowhere near what's out now. And that's like not that old, man. You know what I mean? And a lot of people still use that camera, but I have a lot of, you know, photographers ask about, and it's not just Leica. It's just like, why upgrade? You know what I mean? Like, why would I upgrade if I can just use my Mark IV? Like, actually, my, my, I think I had this conversation with my buddy, Ray, Ray Zamora, who's a wedding photographer as well. He shoots with a Mark IV and he has an R now as well, but he had the Mark IV first. And he's like, which one, when he got the Mark IV, he's like, should I get the R or the Mark IV? And I was like, dude, I would just get the R, man. It's like the newer camera, better technology and stuff. And he ended up getting the Mark IV. I think he still prefers the Mark IV. But for me, it's just like, dude, you can do more things. And if, as a professional photographer, if you're not shooting for the art form or shooting it as a hobby, like as a professional photographer, you want to be able to use your camera in a multitude of situations. Uh, and, and that's why I always vote for the upgrade. You know what I mean? It's that's always been your viewpoint, but like a lot of professionals in pretty much any industry is, is this tool getting the job done for me? Yeah. Yes. I, I should I spend, I should I spend more money? Like if I the Mark four gets mentality. it done for him and like, maybe he could do a little bit more, but he's doing everything he has to do with the Mark four. Why spend the extra money? Because yeah. I don't know. For me, I just, well, I feel like I owe it to my clients to, to, to have the best possible. Like an, against every industry like like for me being an attorney like my office i have a nice desk i have a nice chair i like having nice shoes stuff like that other attorneys where the one they have one suit they wear the same suit every single day mm-hmm. same dingy shoes they've had for the last 30 years it doesn't matter i'm still going to court i'm still winning cases my clients are happy cool you saved a lot more money than i did you might you're probably financially <laughs> off better off than i am because i spend money on stupid shit all the time yeah. yeah, I mean, there's definitely that side to it. That's for sure. Like, I mean, my my obsession with being up to date with technology has definitely cost me a lot more money than what most people would spend on technology in a lifetime. Yeah, so funny. Like, you're, 
I, every you, year I get a new iPhone. Every, like I lease cars because every three years I want a new car. Like I just always want the latest and greatest. I, I don't know. I wish I, I wish I was not like that. I really do. I but I do can't too. find a reason to not be like that. Yeah. As we were talking yeah. about earlier, I think I think like at least with when it comes to cameras, the longest I think I've had. Well, I've had cameras longer, but it seems like a year these days is like the longest that I'll have something or you know even just technology wise before things kind of get obsolete where you feel like you have the oldest stuff. And yeah, I think there's different <clears throat> schools of thoughts when it, thought when it comes to like upgrading camera equipment, because from my perspective, I feel like if this was my profession, I'd probably stay on the side of something more, I guess you'd call it stable, right? If it's not broke, they'll fix it because, you know, I'm going to uh, use this tool and it's going to eventually, you know, wear out. So I'm not going to con- continue to upgrade and spend money every, every, year or whatever every cycle um unless it's going to like open up a a new you know uh, source of income for instance like let's say investing in a drone right like i'd probably pick up a drone because you could say well i can do do real estate photography right that's something that's going to bring you um uh, more return than just going from one you know camera to like the newer one or something Mm -hmm. um you know that's my thought and again if i was doing as a profession but since it's just a hobby that's kind of it right it's like part of it is just, it, it's just the fun of it, right? It's just you know, right. looking at what's new and then saying, okay, well, how, how can I fit this into my life today with what I'm doing? But, I, I, you know, if it was a professional purpose, I think I'd probably be a little bit more conservative with it, you know? I think one of the things for professionals too, speaking as a completely non-professional, is that uh, once- <laughs> From a non-professional <laughs> standpoint. Once you learn your tool, like it's scary to get something else that's a different tool that works in a different way. Like, back to my profession there's still attorneys using word perfect because it's all they know how to Holy use crap. yeah like wow have they made word perfect in the past decade and a half i have no idea yeah. but people send me stuff and <laughs> words from their like format 1983 and like, ibms to work I, yeah like how do i open this i don't know what hold on let me bring out my hewlett packard here we go sorry I, I apologize for my for my children barking <laughs> um <laughs> Dude, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, it's it's what what uh, the perfect example of what Yanni was saying in terms of being a wedding photographer. And this is something that is real life experience. We live in Miami, where it rains all the time, and I countless times had to tell clients, like, listen, if it rains and you want to do pictures out in the rain, I just simply can't do it. When I was shooting Canon, now I can. Why would you not want to do that for your clients? You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. That's why I'm getting a key too for my clients. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, you're going to upgrade to a Q2. And I think that you're going to be so happy with the camera. Like you're not going to, it's going to be one of those cameras that you're not going to want to sell or upgrade for a long time. I'm already planning on selling it like in the next like 10 months. <laughs> <laughs> to get what? An SL2? I'm 10R. <laughs> like I'm waiting yeah. for the M10R to drop in price, and I can sell the. Yeah, Q2. but I mean that's a newer camera. I, so I in a way that's an upgrade. Yeah, yeah, and I get to sell my 262, and then get the M10R, and then stay with that for hopefully four or five more years. Like I've had Until the M262 the for four years, maybe, maybe not. The 262 I've had for four years. I've had my X100 for five years now. I've have a GF2 that I've had since 2010, 2011. 11 probably, yeah. Something yeah, like that, yeah, it's still sitting there and I still every now and then use it. I've even done street photography and posted photos with it. Mark, which camera have you kept for longer than three weeks? 
<laughs> well, sir, if you if you'd like to know, um, nothing in my drawer <laughs> right now is probably. Let me think. The X100V I got in March when it came out. The XC3 that I'm filming on, I actually bought last year March, but then sold it in like January and it bought it back this March. So as a camera, I've had it for a while, but it, not this particular one. The M10, obviously, I just upgraded. The, M, the M240, I had for, I got it last year, May, maybe, or some April. So I had that for about like a year and a half-ish, something like that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I've had my um, M10 for since 2017. To, no, 2018, so two years I've had my M10. Actually, September of 2018, so yeah, like 2000, yeah, so two years. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, like at this point, I don't have any faults with any of the cameras I have now, meaning like there's no like, you know, for instance, the XC3, right? Like my thing with it before was like, oh, well, you know, it's kind of too big to shoot with a prime, not too big, but again, it's not pocketable. It's not something I can kind of stash away quickly, like in, you know, like the diaper bag or something when we go out, I'd rather the X100. So I have that for that purpose. I never had before um a big zoom on on you know or a long a zoom with range on it um when i had the xc3 the first time now i have a 16 to 80 which is like a 24 to 120 equivalent so mm-hmm. you know if i need that so this is good for video because it has ibit and uh, ibit sorry it has a uh, stabilization and lens it's good for shooting you know stuff in the backyard with the kids when they're running around from a distance so like i have every, every camera that i have now i think serves a purpose and except for maybe the X100 and, and the M10, there's not a lot of overlap. Um, but again, the X100 is weather sealed. It's, it's smaller. It's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot quicker. It's auto focus. So there's, you know, there, there are uh, cases in which is, I think, a little bit better than the M10. So I really don't have a reason, I think, to upgrade anything at this point. I really don't want right. to upgrade anything. And I, so, I don't want to buy any new lenses or anything, really. So, you know? Guys, put a star on this podcast and come back like in about five weeks. And yeah. let's see what Mark says then. Yeah, today's date, just for reference, is September 10th. So mark mark that down. This will probably go up in, in about a week or so. But yeah, let's see, September 10th. So this is what Yanni does, by the way. He, he, he reminds us of the things we've said. I learned and, this recently in the last <laughs> yeah. episode. He had started something that I said a long time ago yeah. and used yeah, it he, against me. He also remembered that you insulted him at his, at his QL, what, QL 17, whatever. Um, oh yeah, the Canada, yeah, the Canadette. Sorry. Oh yeah, that I so, called it the poor man's Leica. <laughs> and you like I, I said that. No, no, I th- which no, I did no, not I, coin that term. I did I not coin actually, that term. I think what you actually said is that I had that camera and it sucked. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it didn't suck for what it is, but it sucked compared to a Leica. Possibly fair. <laughs> fair. I mean, so does like a lot of stuff. So oh, I was like scroll way back in Instagram. It's like one of the first few times we slid into each other's DMs. <laughs> yeah. Wait. How did how did that happen? The history I posted of Neon. I don't know if one of us started following each other. Probably had something to do with Tinte Cafe. Uh-huh. and then i already yeah. knew who you were because my wife was into your photography so she would like show me like your posts all the time she's like look at this guy wearing two like i'm like oh i don't want to be him <laughs> <laughs> that's when i was only had one like oh my gosh dude I, so I, I i love being 
essentially the only wedding photographer I know that shoots Leica because I, sh I show up to weddings and the videographer is always like, what is this? Like, where did you find guy? this guy? <laughs> Why did he spend his life savings on his cameras? <laughs> uh, dude, I just, I don't know, man. It is. Wait, no, it is what no it what is. the videographers are thinking is like, how much did you pay for this wedding photographer? Why aren't we getting paid that much? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. I uh, oh plead the fifth attorney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't hopefully intend to sell or upgrade or do anything with any cameras anytime soon. Um, the only thing I want to do, and this is the last thing I'm going to try, is on my M10, I use the uh, Voigtlander 35 Ultron. Uh, F2 lens and it has this little dinky focus knob. You can probably see. Let's see if we can do the thing. There you go. Yeah, so this little knob here, which I'm not really the biggest fan of. I, I kind of get used to it, but I don't and I get annoyed. So uh, on a unrelated note, but related, I ended up getting a 3D printer um, about a month ago for my brother-in-law, a really small one. So I 3D printed a focus tab. Let's see if we can get this to work. There. Yes, uh, we can probably see. It's a little focus tab. So this is my first design on it. Um, I got to figure out how to put a hole in it, uh, what size I need and then get a screw to screw in there. So my idea is to replace that guy with the focus tab, okay, I'm going backwards, and then just have an actual focus tab, like a normal lens. Because otherwise I really love this lens and it would really save me from having to spend $2,000 plus on a actual Summicron that I you know, don't really think I need because this lens is fine otherwise optically. So. Um, yeah, that, that's that's what's also, going on. But you could also write to Voigtlander and tell them that they're being twats by putting a freaking <laughs> a freaking pull on their lenses instead of a focus tab. Yeah. Well, it's their legacy line. It, it's the you know that's why it has that design with all the silver on it and whatever. So you know, put it a, is what it is, a so. silver focus uh, focus tab on it. That'd look that pretty would cool. Actually, actually. Cool. Hmm. Yeah, you should three D yeah. print one in silver, so it matches. Yeah, I'll see. 3D, print, 3D printers can't make, they can only work in plastic, right? Probably the consumer ones. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's, you could 3D print food basically. So <laughs> you could 3D print metal, food, aluminum, like, yeah, all that stuff. But the consumer ones, I think, are limited to like, you know, they're, like they're filament. Yeah, mo they're mostly plastic types. Like there's ABS, there's PLA, there's, I think, PETG, there's a couple other ones. Um, there's even like, I just found this out from my brother-in-law. There's, I don't know if this one can, but there's filaments that have like carbon fiber, like threaded in, into it and stuff like that. So like, it's not, it's not going to look like carbon fiber, right? But it's going to have the strength of carbon fiber because mm -hmm. it has the fibers built into it. So if you need to like a little bit more extra rigidity and stuff, um, you can. So, um, so yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, 3D printing is really cool, man. I, I've been digging into it over the weekend and yeah. Um, they are pretty cool, man. I've seen some, yeah. some awesome stuff made with them. Um, I did some photos for a middle school once. It was like, I, I photographed their like classrooms and like some of the teachers and stuff for like their brochure. And they had a specific classroom and they have a class at this school for 3D printing. And they had like three or four of like these enormous 3D printers. Uh, and they're, they're super cool, man. It was, it was really fun to watch. Yeah, it just takes 3D forever printers. to print some stuff. My middle school had an Apple IIe. <laughs> like, floppy <laughs> discs. I was playing Jesus. Oregon Trail in middle school. <laughs> and dying of dysentery. Yeah, and, and dying of chlamydia. 
<laughs> what Oregon Trail were you playing? <laughs> he said Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. That's what it was. Yeah. So. Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Oregon. Parkas died of dysentery. <laughs> dysentery. Oh my gosh. Oh, um, well, I. When do you. So you're not going to buy the Q2 until you sell all your stuff, Yanni? Yeah, because I have this thing of saying I'm going to sell something to buy something else, and I buy something else, and then I don't sell anything. Yeah. Like the XH1 was supposed to get sold to buy the queue. Yeah, but you already listed everything. So that's like the, the job's halfway done. I feel like you could just like, ignore every DM that I got. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, just go ahead and get the Q2 and then you, you go ahead and sell your stuff. But it's already posted. I feel like that's the worst part is going through the, like the, the mission of like photographing everything. And then putting it online and writing the caption of like trying to sell this stuff. My thing is the anxiety of actually shipping it out. Cause like, I honestly posted the condition it's in, but I have this fear that like, Oh my God, they're going to think it's not as good as I said it is. And they're going to get mad and like send it back. Dude. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to sell any of my Leicas. Actually, I think I made a comment about this to you guys the other day. Cause like my Leicas get beat the fuck up and they're not just, it's not like, Oh, it's cool brassing because it's an M3. No, it's like a new digital Leica that everybody wants in absolute pristine condition for some reason. Like, okay, why do you want a camera? Like, why don't you not want to use your camera, dude? You know what I mean? You know, uh, it's funny you mention that because I was looking at this M10. I'm like, other than a couple very minor things, I'm like, this person didn't use this camera. I, I don't yeah. believe they use this camera. I, <laughs> like, I don't understand. I don't believe it because I'm like, I've scuffed it already <laughs> like i barely used it yeah you know? dude like like i don't know you could see like this is the lens cap to my x100 you can't really see it there's like like gouges in it oh my yeah. god the, the, the lens cap to my qp has a huge like, scratch in like front of it brassing all around the screen i don't even know how that happens like i just yeah i, I use just everything i say that because i see all these for sale posts like on, on the like classifieds on facebook and stuff and and all these guys' cameras are like legit new and it's like mm -hmm. like new and it's like so why did you buy it dude yeah. <laughs> what did you you bought this camera to not use it to just sell it to be able to put like new on your post like i don't get it i use every that's the other problem like i keep everything so long that i can't sell it because now it's kind of worthless which is yeah. why i'm selling the yeah. q now where it's still worth something and the xh1 is still worth something so let me get rid of it now while i still can and get something new yeah i, I do to be i mean to be frank, you use the Q like five times, maybe. Me? Right. Yeah. No, I use I you it use was, it like a lot. I, I it's outside like every single day. I use it daily pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I there's no camera that I, I don't feel use. like I feel like you just got that too, but I mean I'm really bad at that like it's been seven like, months. Time depiction. So <laughs> well, yeah. seven I, months. Yeah. I got it in February. It's Unfortunately, like I bought it because we we're gonna go to Yosemite like in June yeah. or July or something, and that never and happened. COVID ruined all of our lives. Yeah. So, yeah. But I still use the heck out of it. Wow, yeah. man. Yeah, dude, that's that's rough. Um, but I mean, you're almost at a Q2. Just get it. <laughs> Just get it. I, wanna, there. I, I want. I want you to get it because I want to hear your opinion of it because I like. I, I like and value your opinions of cameras. Like, uh, and I feel like that's all we talk about here on this pod. This, this podcast should re be renamed of, it just should be renamed to like opinions of cameras. Basically, right? <laughs> that aren't like us or something. Yeah. That'll, be, that'll be the tagline. 
like the Q2, the only experience whatsoever I have with it is when you got yours, you came by my house, I think, to give me the Synology. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I just got the Q2. I held it out the I window. I just got it that day or yeah. something. <laughs> I held it. I touched it a little bit. I was scared. And I handed it back to you. And that was, that's my <laughs> full Q2 experience. That's hilarious. Man. I'm sure I'll like it. You know, you know, actually, that reminds me of, like, of how sad I absolutely am about the Leica store being like closed. I used to just go there and hang out all the time. And I became really good friends with everyone that works there. And it, it was became like such a communal place for me. And then it just like got shit on, man. It sucks so much. I miss it like crazy. Uh, and it's being like able and to bars. go there and play like with the cameras and stuff and like try them out. And they were, you know, this, the, the store here in Miami has been nice enough to like lend me stuff. Like they lent me a QP. The reason I even got a QP was because of them, because they lent me one to go to New York. They know exactly what they're doing. Literally the day I came back, I was like, uh, sell me one of these right now. (laughs) Like it was awesome. I made some of the, my favorite photos I've ever made. I made with the QP that they lent me in New York. They lent it to you out of the goodness of their heart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, this guy's going to come back and buy a QP. I guarantee it. Here you go, buddy. For sure. For sure, dude. It was, I mean, Yeah. And they've let me lenses before for weddings that I've needed and like flashes. Like they're awesome. They really are. They're, the customer nice. service there is, is incredible. Uh, and, and having that space and, and not just as a space of it being a store where you can purchase things, but also like an art space that yeah. had like not only art from photographers that might be well-known, but also art from photographers that, were local or are local and you know they kind of just show their work Mm -hmm. there and stuff like all that stuff are things that a lot of people don't realize that have kind of gone out the window with this whole covid thing yeah we're pretty fortunate to have that store here even if you're not a like a shooter any of you don't want to be like a shooter you should still go to their events like they host photographers that come in and speak yeah man it's awesome most of the time they don't shoot leica because leicas are expensive especially for professional photographers they use the tools they're used to so most of these presentations are given by cannon shooters and they're still really interesting to look at and listen to. Yeah. So yeah, my shower, learn, there's free beer, a lot. free beer and wine too. So you can't go wrong. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, follow us on, uh, Instagram, cmy.cast. Give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we got to cut it here, but we'll be back next week. I think yeah. next week I yep. go to Tampa, but week after. Yeah, we'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, Ho- hopefully, right, hopefully, Yanni sells his his uh, stuff soon. <laughs> his uh, what you call it, trunk of stuff, so he can have his YouTube. <laughs> so next week yeah. we'll have that to talk about. It'll be two cameras, well, in almost in as many weeks. So, um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. All right, guys. Cool. See you next Later. week. See you the week after that, maybe. Take yeah. Shake it up. Shake it up. Stop Sorry. that. I know.